Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are live out in Max's in St. Louis Park. If you guys haven't been out here before, we've done our Valentine's show here before. We have, and I am just thrilled <clears throat> to be back live in person, seeing people. Woo! Yay! Yes, Paul Black is here. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. a while since we've connected with the Pauly. Yep. And Ellen, you have been so generous to have us, so we are excited to share everything that's in the store. I always say this is my most expensive remote. It truly is. You <laughs> do end up year. walking out with some good bling and chocolate. I, I always buy something. I haven't figured out yet what it's going to be today, but uh, I have a, a pendant that I bought here probably three years ago yeah. that's sort of a tree of life that reminds me of my mom. This is always right around my cancer anniversary. Yeah. I'm coming up on 11 years. So, yeah. Good reasons to buy jewelry. I know. I always just, and there's delicious jewelry here. And it's also like, I'm not a, I don't feel like I'm a classic jewelry person. No. Like, no. There's silvers here, and there's just different shapes and different stones, and it's a little more modern feeling, which is kind of what I like. Yeah. So. And there's chocolate, which is actually me and what I want. I like kind of think, I mean, I will buy jewelry. I just haven't really, you know, I like, I like you. I like pieces that speak to me. Um, but uh, let me tell you what, I like chocolate that is, that speaks, that speaks to, me to too. you too. It does. Because I also think, and I've said this for years and years, especially this weekend, if you are buying chocolate for someone as a gift, please, please, please do not buy drugstore chocolate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I or mean, as a gift, I'm saying for yourself too, but I'm just saying if you're going to spend money on chocolate, you might as well spend money on chocolate. Yeah. And chocolate alone is a wonderful gift. Yes. Like, but you have to have some thought and some care. And well, make it delicious. Like, if you're going to sit, and, and here's the best part. You don't have to buy massive things. You know those huge Whitman samplers? Those are going to disappoint you. It doesn't because it's like, just big doesn't make it great. What makes it great is intentionality and, and artisanship and quality. And that's kind of what we have in these bars and these things. We have Ellen with us at this moment. Hello, Ellen. Hello. Good morning. It's so good to have you guys back in the and store so after fun. a couple of years of, you know. You know, kind of calling it in. Yeah. 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 COVID. Not the same. Yeah. I know. And the shop girls are here after us, right? Yes. So it's a morning of my talk. It is. And we have people being able to go into restaurants because the vaccine mandate in Minneapolis and St. Paul has been lifted. So I have a feeling it's going to be a big weekend out. People are moving around. The Omicron is declining. It's all, we're all headed in the right direction. It's all good. And we got to make hay while we can, right? No kidding. That's what I think. So, okay, Ellen, I want to talk to you a little bit about the chocolate situation here because you, are you the curator? I mean, like, how do you find all these chocolates? Well, prior to two years ago, I went to a um, a big, big food show and spent two and a half days tasting my way through (laughs) through chocolate. Wow. Um, Which everybody thinks that 
thinks that that sounds like a great thing to no, do. It, it is a really hard <laughs> thing to do, right? Because after an hour and a half of these little bites, I mean, it all starts to taste, taste the, the same. same. And yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so for the most part, I've uh, I've searched these guys out and I've tasted it. Um, so in the COVID world, um, fortunately, I work with especially for the things coming from places not in the United States. So yeah. we have some chocolates from Scotland and we have some chocolates from France and we have some chocolates from Spain. I work with a couple of really great di- distributors who will just send samples. And so we just kind of, I mean, if you go in the back, there's a whole lot of chocolate back there that, that's for the taking. For the taking, <laughs> for the buying. For the tasting. So tell me about like, what are some of the things that you, what are some of the places that surprised you <laughs> as far as like these bars that you have from, you know, all, like the Solomon Islands? Right. So I'm a purist when it comes to chocolate. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, to your point about <clears throat> drugstore chocolate, um, the fewer ingredients in chocolate, to me, the better. Mm-hmm. And I am a dark chocolate eater. So, like, I want to see chocolate and maybe a little bit of sugar. Yeah. And, and that's about it, unless it's got cinnamon or it's got salt or it's got black pepper or something like that to give it flavor. So I'm looking for things that are pure in the ingredients, not chock full of preservatives, and that are um, interesting flavors and small batch made. And um, ideally, because a lot of this is for gift giving, it's in really pretty interesting, creative packaging. There yeah, is, that is true. I mean, some of the some of the colors. Look at this one. This infusion one that we t- that I looked at the. Uh, the Zotter. Black Current. Yeah. Zotter. Yeah, those guys are. Zotter's from, he's from Austria, and he has won a number of chocolate awards over the years. I mean, believe it or not, there is an Academy of Chocolate, and they do give awards, um, and he's he has done well. I mean, it's just like, I think that there's something to say about that. The, the art of chocolate, you know, that the, the packaging and everything else has really kind of come, come to speak to that artisan quality that matches the bar is what I want to say. Right, And I always, like, I like to say that, you know, because we have a lot here from a lot of different places, right? And people say, well, how do I pick? Um, (laughs) Chocolate is a lot, to me, is a lot like wine, and it's a lot like coffee. Yeah. um, Because it's made from beans that are coming out of the earth. So it's the same thing that affects the flavor of your coffee or your wine. You know, it's there's a terroir. There's a terroir. There's yep. Yep. And, um, the soil conditions, the humidity, all of that matters. And you're going to get a different taste palette, taste profile on your palate when you eat an 80% dark chocolate bar from that beans from, let's say Venezuela, then you are, if you eat a bar that was made with beans from Ecuador, yeah. let's say, right? Yeah, right? right. Ellen made fun of me, and it's fine. I loved it. <laughs> but she was like, what do you want to eat? And we were like, um, caramel. She's like, oh, my gosh, I have all these beautiful chocolates here, and you guys always Change go for the, the caramels. We do. we do. We go for these caramels because they are outstanding, and I feel like we only ever really treat ourselves once a year to them. But I, I usually them. come in another time, and I get them, too, but... What is it like? Caramel and chocolate is such a natural marriage. Well, it, 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 you know, but, but again, that's a, 
it's a very specific palate, right? Like I could go the rest of my life without ever eating, eating. caramel again. Even if, and I agree that those are the best caramels I've ever eaten. And this, which is the brand name on this so one? So it's V Chocolates. Okay. Um, and I personally think there's probably like a stick of butter in each one of those there's caramels be. because that's what makes it so good, so good, right? Right. But if you put a piece of almond toffee in front of me, or if oh, you put, like uh, you know, too. some dark, dark, good chocolate in yeah. front of me. Yeah. I mean, all day long, eating, yes. eating, eating, right? So, um, But there's there's also a trend, you know, for doing different flavors in, like, these kind of... We have these little beautiful hearts. Whose are these by? So that's Chocolat Moderne. Yes. Um, she's been with us, uh, one of the chocolatiers we've represented since the day we opened. She's uh. out of New York. Um, she's got an interesting story. She used to be in the banking industry, and she was... Um, traveling through Europe and found some old, old chocolate molds and just thought they were beautiful and said, I want to figure out what, what to do with these. But she put some really, really interesting fills in her chocolate. Yeah. So, so that actually has an, one of those has an espresso caramel in it. There's a kum, kumquat fill, passion fruit, yeah. you know, that this type is, of thing. Single malt scotch ganache. Yes, yes. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And that to me is like if you're going to do, a, you know, sort of a bonbon. I know it's not the right terminology, but like. No, but of a good filled chocolate. And they're beautiful. They're really beautiful with I, the swirls on the top. Yeah. yeah. And that to me, that's like, that's, that's like a giving someone, you know, that's a gift. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think, but it's also a treat for yourself. If you're sitting on the couch and you can just <laughs> pop some of these in your mouth while you're hanging out, I love that too. Um, tell me a little bit about like the strawberry. We talked about the red. Remember like how red chocolate was all such a rage? It was a really big thing. Um, so red chocolate is, um, you know, it's a trademark thing. There's the producer who's actually making the red chocolate and then others are, are bear, buying it from him. Um, and, and it's anything that you put with chocolate sort of gets a pop in, yeah. in the industry. People, ah, oh, new chocolate, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's got a different flavor profile. Um, it's not as certainly not as intense. It's more. It's closer to a white chocolate. Yeah, that's than what it I figure, is to, right? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been fermented less, and yeah. so the, is there a higher fat content? Because the mouthfeel of white chocolate is pretty yes. different. Yes, there is a higher higher fat content. And that one is a strawberry crisp bar. So that it's looks got little delicious. little yeah. like crepey crepe pieces in it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have a great show. Thank you, Ellen, for telling us all about other Thank chocolates. You. Literally, you guys coming and hanging out, checking out the whole shelf situation of chocolates all over the store. And the cards. The cards. You have the best cards. Literally, I walk mm -hmm. out with all this. But this is a great stop any time of the year. It's not just Valentine's Day. I wanted to make sure people right. knew. Right. You've got this all the time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to have date night stuff. We've got Leslie Miller. We're going to talk wine and chocolates. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we're also going to do some, we do have some big game talk later on in the we show. We do, some chicken wing talk. I've got some good recipes, too, if you want to make a little Valentine, something easy that good. you can do at home. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Welcome All back right. to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We're live out at Max's in St. Louis Park. If you want to come out and visit, we are, uh, we're just hanging out with just like a bunch of chocolate in front of us, and it's pretty exciting. It is, and we're sponsored by Maker's Mark. For sure we are. Jim Beam Cream. I did a fun uh, Valentine's Day video yesterday where you put Jim Beam Cream in a coffee cup, and then I did one of the hot cocoa bombs. Nice. And mixed it all together. I brought stuff a hot cocoa bomb that's black. Hot cocoa for bomb. For the black Valentine. It's real sweet. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, this is, just to be clear, my Valentine's, uh, uh, ethos is not black. It's like I'm not like 
sad because I don't have a, a, of course a Valentine. My Valentine, I'm just telling you that my Valentine's for everyone to know, like this weekend, it's just all about loving everybody in your sphere. And kindness. Yeah. Well, and I just like want to, you know, like all the things that you love. And so I did actually put on the Facebook page, I gave you guys an open question. What do you love? Oh. And so I want to know, is it, you can easily say, I love my Le Creuset. You can say you love Weekly Dish. Carbonara. <laughs> you can say you love Carbonara. You can say you love your mother's, you know, spoon, the, all those kind of things. Whiskey. Whiskey, anything. You can love anything. I just wanted to have an open field of love for everybody. Before you talk about your alternate date nights, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. I, I sent you this article by Michael Ruhlman, who I know you like. Yeah, I love him. And Mr. Ratio exploring alternative drinks with orange liqueur. Oh. And one of the drinks he made is two ounces of bourbon. Yeah. One ounce of Cointreau. Yeah. One ounce of sweet vermouth. Okay. And a half an ounce of lime juice with mint. Oh. And I was like, I that's think a lot Stephanie of layers. would like that. I would absolutely love that. So I just wanted to share that drink with you. That was okay. why I sent you the newsletter. Okay. Because I thought, oh, she'll, she's got all that at home. I do. I do. And I would absolutely make, I don't have mint, but I'd have to get mint, but I could still. And you could probably do it without that, that. Yeah. But I just thought, oh, that sounds really lovely. Hmm. With hmm. Lime is kind of the. Yeah, is kind of the, uh-huh. the thing. Okay. I'm in. I like that. Um, so a lot of people, I think, you know, are thinking about Valentine's this whole weekend because this is the weirdest weekend with the fact that it's also <laughs> Super Bowl. It's like we get all romantic and then we get all manly. Yeah. And I don't know if people are like spreading it out. Like, is today the romance day? There you was a I mean? lot of romance happening last night at Smack Shack. You were at Smack Shack? Yep. A lot of romance. Um, yeah, I think people are having like a big Valentine's Day fun. Maybe the going out night is Friday, Saturday, and then staying home Sunday and watching the game. And then is anything happening on Monday? Here's the, here's the big hard part is that there's, you know, most restaurants have decided to not be open on Mondays just for economical reasons with staffing and everything else. And so a lot of them are like, Ooh, sorry, we're not open. I think Monday is the like Randy's pizza day Um. or like the grab and go just fun making stuff at home with your family. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, big shout-out to Molly Herman, whose birthday is today. It is. I saw that. I know. She has filled in for me on Weekly Dish many times. Many times. She's at Malcolm Yards, and she they're having a big Private Oats, you know, cover band concert thing tonight out there. Oh, that sounds so fun. I am so going to go shake my moneymaker. Nothing's better than Oats. <laughs> The private the oats private is oats. great, too. I know. So I'm going to go out there and like celebrate Fun. love and girlfriends out that way. Um, and then uh, tomorrow is uh, Giant Baby's birthday. Okay. This is the first birthday that the baby has not been in my presence. And Think is he going to be home or is no, he at school? No, he's in college. He's okay. in freaking Tacoma. <laughs> so what, do you have a special plan for? No, I'm not even do in a his presence. Did you of like cookies? I, I and... did not. Isn't that <laughs> a, a mom, Mario? <laughs> because that's not what he wants. What I did do was I got him a... Japanese snacks. Nope. I got him a gift card to the best grocery store so that he could walk up and make tuna poke. Okay, that's amazing. See? Great gift. Because you it. can't really ship tuna poke yeah well, <laughs> i mean you, you can, can try belly, i'm sure you can try some. but i'm feeling like that's not going to work out how you want it so that's what he wanted oh i love that I that's know. a great gift i figured that was pretty good so you know in the spirit of like dates and date nights actually what's funny is i got a couple emails from people who were suggesting they were just like hey if, if you want to share out some date night things here's some ideas and i was like oh okay i guess we'll do that you know sure and i think people were looking for creative ways especially to stay outdoors you know and do things that were kind of different 
Um, and one of them, uh, now I have to find it, but there was a lot of things about doing like doing outdoor cross country skiing and then going theater for, worth is just full is of it, activities. Is it jammed with people? You know, yes, but not, you can find parking. There's four right. lots. The uh, trailhead has food and a fireplace. Yes. And it's just fun. It is. And you can there's sledding, there's families, there's people dating. I was cross country skiing the other day and there were a lot of these 20 year olds coming up behind me and I was like, oh, here, I'll move over. And they're like, oh no, we just started. It's our first time. Like yeah. just a lot of people enjoying the outdoors. And I will tell you that you can rent snowshoes there, which I think that because a lot of people think, well, I don't have the equipment. I can't, I can't do this because I don't have this. And it's like, nope, you can rent snowshoes. Snowshoeing is the easiest way. It really is. I love, and I have a pair that I haven't brought out in a while because I've just been hiking. But And there's trails. Like yeah. if you just want to walk three miles around the lake and be around other people enjoying the great outdoors, yep. that's fine too. Yep. And I love that. And I love that you can carry, you know, you can have hot chocolate afterwards at the mm-hmm. trailhead. You can get, you know, snacks. and dinner. They have beer. They have yeah. Roselle. I mean, I'm not telling you to put a pocket rocket in your pocket, <laughs> but I'm kind of okay, saying. Yeah, Pocket rocket in your pocket yeah. sounds like it could go either way. Well, it's a it could be a little flask. It's a little flask. Or That's it a pocket could be rocket. A little special something. I don't know what you mean, and I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I know. Um, I do think also like the idea that have you have you uh, been to Sebastian Joe's in Linden Hills? You know they have that little outdoor patio area where the fire pit. Like you can buy your ice cream and then you can go sit. I didn't know they had a fire pit. I have been to Sebastian Joe's, but not yes. in the winter. I'm I don't do ice cream in the winter, which is wrong. Actually, that's not it true. Is. I just got ice cream at Sweet Science. Oh, you did. And I did the po boys at Mr. Paul's. See, and I think like I was thinking about ice cream in terms of like why oh, do we yeah. not like and and you think about it, milk jam creamery opened in January. For yeah. God's sake, when it did open, so it's like we do have that ability. An ice cream date is real romantic. Isn't it too. cute? Yeah, it's like I think so. Like I think you forget about it and then it's like oh wait no. This this is great. And if all, like, say you don't have a ton of money, like, hey, oh I'm going to take you out. Here's, and you just go. Yeah. And you get like three flavors and you share. Yeah. I would say that, and then, yeah, I would say that anything you do intentionally and experientially doesn't have to cost a lot no. of money. Uh-uh. And that's where I feel like is, you the know. The Minnesota Institute of Arts has this thing where you, it's free. Yeah. And you can go and you can leave like a note on your favorite, the painting you love. Oh. So again, if you're looking for something that's inexpensive, it's free, something that's just different, brings art into it. It's been a while since people have been going to museums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about, have you ever done the Como Park, the Marjorie McNeely Conservatory? Oh, yeah. The Orchid Show. Yes. Amazing. Well, I mean, just go in. It's two acres of tropical, semi-tropical plants. It's under the glass dome. It's warm. If you need to thaw. It's humid. It's humid. So you get to like breathe. I just got back from Mexico and that's the thing you notice when you get off the plane. It's like, oh air that has moisture this is so great this is what (laughs) (laughs) you get that at the conservatory i know and i do love those kind of things and you know sort of feeling that there's like a place outside of where you are making something special like that that's the same thing as like cooking for someone in your home you know getting a box meal if you have to you know but basically doing something that you don't normally do that is the key to showing someone that you care about them well and the arboretum is chock full of activities outside too yeah um, going through, they have the trail that you can walk. They the have a Arb ski trail. Such a great space. It is. If you're not a member at the Arb, it's not too hard, and it's really easy to get in and go. I know that I'm not sure if they're still doing reservations anymore, or if it you have to like reserve before you go. I'm not sure either, but people are kind of moving towards opening up. So I know. Check it out. And then, of course, there is, and by the way, there is this weekend a North Loop uh, beverage crawl. If you do want to do that kind of thing. Oh, where, I didn't know. Yeah, you could go to, they're doing a Valentine's Day beverage crawl and you basically pop into like Fulton Brewery, number 12 Cidery. Fun. 
Axbridge Winery. So it's all sorts of beverages, not just beer. And then that kind of lets you, like, and you get a little stamp and you have specials. And so that's kind of a fun thing to do, too. Yeah. Anything you can do to get outside, get with your loved ones, commune with people. Commune. Be lovey. All right. We're going to be right back. And we're going to be here with Leslie Miller and talk about wine and chocolate. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071, brought to you by Knopf Creek. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. We are here live at, in St. Louis Park at Max's. And then live. We are live. Like, really here talking. You could come in. In we a We just store. had a friend come in, a listener. Yeah. Heard us here. She was like, I just wanted to come by and say hello. You can shop for cards, candles. Chocolates. Chocolate. Chocolate. Jewelry. Chocolate. Chocolate. And chocolate. So much chocolate. And so chocolate. much. And chocolate. Um, yeah, there's so many good things here, and yes. I just, I'm so happy to be back here on the Valentine Show. We sometimes get to do this, and this is just... I, it's a pleasure, and the shop girls will be here after us, yeah. and I know they'll have lots of great Valentine's Day ideas oh for you, too. Oh, my God, so many good things. But while we're sitting here, we have a friend also here with us. We have Leslie Miller. Hello. Hello, Hello Leslie. It's been a while, because, I mean, because how we long We haven't ago? had stu- people in, in studio. studio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we were we were on a roll there for a minute. Uh-huh. We were. And I had some of the best white bubbles that the Cremal that you recommended. Oh wow, look at I you, ordered the a French case accent. of it. Oh, it's so good. Cremal. I know. It is. It's it delicious. Good. You did buy quite a few cases of it. I know. And you I did. looked for it this year and I didn't see it, so I was sort of like, Oh, I don't know. Do Which you have Cremal it again? Did yes. It? And okay. it was uh it was something out of um the Loire Valley. Yes. It was from Vouvre. It's a dry Chenin Blanc from Vouvre. Oh. That's the Ricotteret. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it Gosh, was. You guys get that. You. I need to get that sparkling. again. <laughs> I'm sparkling. gonna place an order while we're talking. Okay, yeah. do that. Right. Well, so we wanted Leslie here because I think like if I'm going to buy this really good chocolate, what yeah. I want to know is what I should be drinking with it besides whiskey. So I was thinking I wanted to think about wine and chocolate because, of course, also a great gift for girlfriends, for boyfriends, right. for any kind of friends. Just you always need to have a bottle of bubbles in your refrigerator and one on the ready. Well, yes, that, but any kind of wine. And I want to give like, but I want to give like a good sure. thing of chocolate. Yeah. And then I yeah. want to also give a bottle with it. So yeah. let's talk about wine for chocolate. Well, I was just perusing Ellen's wall of chocolate yeah. and you guys have been talking about it all morning and it is really stunning. And there's chocolates from all over the place, but you know, there's a few rule, I guess. Kind do you, of yeah. Do you, Match fast. the country of chocolate with yeah. the country of wine or not? That, with the what grows together, goes together? Whoa. Wow. Wait a minute. Arkansas and Arkansas wine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trusting it. Yeah. No. Well, so actually we were just kind of kidding about this yesterday because I was telling Jason Matheson that, you know, I for years am like, you know what? Wine and chocolate, they don't always go together, but you can definitely match some of the palette size of things, especially when you have these beautiful chocolates with additional ingredients. Yes, yes. Like if you get a passion fruit chocolate or if you have something that's got, then you can like pull something from a bottle that is different. Yeah. So let's take, for instance, like a milk chocolate with some sort of like toffee or a nut or a caramel. Yes. Like a salted caramel. Um, Especially milk chocolate, I do like a white. And this sounds kind of crazy. I mean, the old school rule of thumb used to be Make sure that your wine is just a titch sweeter than like a dessert or a chocolate. Okay. So people were always going to Moscato or Port, you know, something yeah. that was a little bit sweeter. Yeah. 
But that can also be a little bit sweet on sweet. It's too much for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I like a big, round, creamy New World Chardonnay. Ooh. With like a milk chocolate and a nut or a salted caramel. Oh, man. That sounds great. So yes. good. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of like that luxurious on luxurious. Yeah. So pick, you know, a country that's outside of Europe. Yeah. And then a warmer region. Like an Argentine... Chardonnay, mm. so good. So good. With something, yeah, with like a salted caramel, just really. I, I mean, just put the headphones on, do I the pretty woman dance, do it, do I'm it. Thinking of an Argentine man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but as you're talking, like in a hard, I'm just like, oh yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Sorry, stuff sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. Okay, all right, got it. Got it. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And do you have like, is there a, a name that you want to throw out that it's a favorite, like a, that people should look for? I mean, or the Katina family. Yeah, yeah. Right. Alejandro. Alejandro. Uh, the Katina family, you know, they do a great job in Argentina. And Laura Katina, I mean, she's she's the lady boss of Argentine oh, wine. Love it. And um, love it. she makes a really luxurious Chardonnay called Luca. It's a it's on the more expensive side, great. but if you wanted to just do a it's really splurge. Yeah. We're splurging all weekend. Yeah, yeah, really great. I will tell you too, like a great Blanc de Blanc champagne oh. from the region of Champagne. You know, they're getting very expensive right now. Right, right. But they're just so, you know, worth the dollar. And again, like a small grower, yep. like Lamardier, Bernier, um, or I mean, just like some of these tiny little producers that do a Blanc de Blanc, which is always hundred percent Chardonnay. Okay. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. That's wonderful. I'm That's, seeing those on pick. your website right now. Ooh. And yeah. sipbetter.com is where we're looking <laughs> mm -hmm. if you want to know where to go get some of this good stuff. This is There's a great place. There's one for $14.99, a I Francois Montan. Oh, Brut. the Montan is so good. I just drank that field recordings Blanc de Blanc last weekend. So good. I know. That's a, that's a California. Blanc yeah. Blanc, right? Yeah. Andrew Jones, that little rebel there in Central California. Love them. You know, th I mean, there's the other thing, too, is especially when it comes to like bubbles, look outside of the region of Champagne because of it's been so cold. We've had weather issues, you know, the tariffs, everything else that's been going on there. Look to the word Cremant, which yeah. we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. C-R-E-M-A-N-T. Yep. And you find that other regions in France produce beautiful sparkling wines. And like, like you were just saying, like 12 to 14 $15. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, great stuff. Huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah. All right. So what if we're going with the dark chocolate? Yeah, the dark chocolates, you know. Is that more challenging to pair? Because it's mean, such a big flavor already? Sometimes. I mean, I like a grape like Zinfandel. I mean, mm -hmm. it sounds like, okay, that's kind of pretty womanish, right? <laughs> But so cliche, Leslie. Pedestrian. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I do love Zinfandel and dark chocolate. Yeah. Especially when you do things like to have some spice. Yeah. Right? Because Ellen's got some great little spicy yes. chocolates over there. I love that. And um, that Zinfandel and sort of like the darker fruit note with the dark chocolate, I think, is really pretty together. Okay. Yeah. You could do iconically, if you looked up like 1956 pairings, you would see, you know, like port yes. and chocolate, and which is great. No, it's good, especially because that yeah. kind of goes with a post-meal situation, right? Right. Like you're thinking you've already done all these things, and now you're setting in for your dessert course, and the port kind of thinks, you kind of yeah. think an after-dinner thing. Yeah. But... But you could do a Madeira. You could do a vermouth. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. You know, so they're, you know. A sherry. Yes, exactly. And then I do, I'm just a big sucker. If you're doing like fruits. Yeah. 
in chocolates. I just love a sparkling, creamy Pinot Noir. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rosé, yeah. sparkling rosé. sparkling, yeah. creamy. This is like a cherry Pinot vanilla. Noir. noir. Rosé, yeah. Yeah. Rosé. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I think you have one of those on your site, too, that I was just looking at. Would it? Would the Alsace Brut Rosé qualify in that category? Yes, and we have one that I'm obsessed with. It's at the bottom of our little sparkle page there. It's the Dolphin Irene. That's Irion. the one I'm looking at. It's $24.99. I drink it by the gallon. Do you really? Okay. Yeah, it looks real good. <laughs> that could be it my next case, Leslie. so good. It's 100% Pinot Noir, and it's just, again, it's creamy as... Just a frothy side to it would be so good with like something with strawberries, raspberries inside the chocolate. Oh my God. All right, sipbetter.com. I'm going to take a picture of that one and I'll yeah. put it on our stories. So this if is you want to order, Ooh, thank yeah. you. You can with do a it. Link, it'll be real easy, friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? We like to make things easy for you. Okay, now, Leslie, tell us a little bit about what's going on with you. Anything else? Anything fun things going on? You just sort of celebrated a big old anniversary. I did. Amuse turned 18. Can you stand oh, at 18? Great. It's wild. I can even say it now. I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm you say. I'm you say. I mean, I'm like 22, so... <laughs> I mean, clearly you started this when you were a year old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been so wonderful and organic. Yeah. And I just say community fosters community. And I think that Max's is a really beautiful example of that, right? You know, people just really supporting each other. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that people were drinking a ton of wine <laughs> in the pandemic. <laughs> Didn't hurt at all. Sit better. I mean, did, you know, well with that. But also, Amuse is me in person. Yeah. I'm writing, teaching, talking all over the globe and doing over. these things. But, you know, I really flipped that switch to the virtual side, you know, the beginning of 2020. And I was just like, you know, I, there were some days I was doing three virtuals in a day. And I just, I, we just keep doing whatever we can to keep it flowing. Right. You know? Right. And you did gift boxes this year, too. Which... Yeah, I started a third company, Sipage. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Ellen about that. They're, they're so beautiful. They In 2020, everybody wanted something else shipped with their wine. Yep. Yeah. So in 2020, we started Sipage, these beautiful little wooden boxes filled with artisan goods from all over the world. They're handcrafted uh, and, and uh, curated really for what you're looking to accomplish with your budget and purse and whatnot. So it's been fun. I, I don't even need children because... <laughs> you have them. They're called bottles of wine. Yeah. <laughs> They're all your little children on your website. Businesses. Just yeah. All the businesses can be the children's. That's exactly. the thing. Thank yeah. you. So it's been super fun. But we're, we're, I'm always just so grateful to the community and just... People who support people and female-owned businesses. Yes, cheers you know, to that. Really cheers big. to that. That's yes. how we. And that's so people can sign up for a virtual class and learn yes. more about wine and spend yeah. an afternoon with you in your kitchen. And yeah, in fact, we're. Uh, I'm doing classes at the Hewing. We have a class that still has some spots next Sunday. Oh, great! Okay. At four thirty. So okay. if you want to go hang out at those beautiful spaces. Oh, yes. Man. And I do know. people find out about that at amusewine.com? Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. Yep. So we're doing a blind class. I love a blind feel. class. We actually don't put blindfolds on you. But. Darn it. <laughs> no, that would be good for this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're all a little randy today. It's I don't know. Sassy. It's a little sassy as it goes. All right. All right. So we'll put a link up on the on the Facebook page so that awesome. people can come and hopefully do. Thank you so much for trekking down here, Leslie. Seriously. Oh, if thanks. you guys ever want to like really dig into wine and understand not just chocolate 
dates and pairings, but all sorts of great things. Seriously. And Ellen, too, if you come into Max's, she can help you. If you've got some special wines, she can yeah. pair them for you, too. She's pretty yeah. good at it. She's, she's no slouch. No, she is. is. <laughs> we have Ellen. Stephanie, yeah. portion of the show coming up, 651-641-1071. If you want to share with us what you're doing for Valentine's Day, if you want to talk about your favorite restaurant that needs a little love, if you want a recipe idea or you have a cooking question, 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls live on the air when we come back. All right, we are live at Max's in Excelsior, on Excelsior, in St. Louis Park. Yeah, in St. Louis Park, on Excelsior and Grand. Yes, thank area. you. And right next to the Starbucks here, looking at just beautiful jewelry, amazing chocolates, and great cards, too. Like, I walked in the door, and I was thinking about my sister, and the first card I saw said, you are my person. And she tells me that all the time. She's like, you are my person. That's sweet. It is sweet. It's good to be someone's person, right? right? I know. Um, all right. So we have the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, which is somewhat hard to accomplish remotely <laughs> yeah. because I don't really know if we have any calls. So, Rachel, our producer, is back in studio. And, Rachel, just give us a heads up if we have a call that we need to address, okay? Will do. Thanks. Right. Um, 651-641-1071. You guys can call in. Um, Steph, did you eat anything exciting this week? Because you were kind of back out and about. I went to, I was saying, Mr. Paul's Pole Boy Shop, and I hadn't been there before. And they had something that I've never seen on a menu before, and I watched someone eat it. Uh, our friend Sean, who is, he's an influencer, he had the peanut butter and jelly Pole Boy that is... A peanut butter and jelly on a on a beautiful po' boy bun, and then it's deep fried, and it has powdered sugar on it. Oh, kind of like a Monte Cristo. Yes, and it was really. <laughs> I was like, "What are you eating?" Because we had the we had the oyster po' oyster po' boy. We had the crawfish. We had the walleye. We had shrimp. We had like a million of them. Yeah. But so he had halfway eaten it when I saw it, and he was like. I, I literally, like, I can eat a lot. And he was like, I am so full. But it looked so good. It, that sounds, like, super sweet to me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, almost like, wow. But that's, and like, it, you could split that probably with someone. And it looks like a beignet, like a giant yeah. beignet kind of yeah. that was filled. Yeah. But it was real cute. That place is real cute. Yeah. Crinkle cut fries. I like, uh, there are all these cocktail classes that uh, Nick is doing. And um, there are some openings. You can go on there. Uh, I was perusing online, too. It's a small dinner format. Lots of cocktails. Lots of fun. Well, they have the Balloon Emporium. Yeah. Well, that's the dinner. That's like, so, yeah, I did that a couple. I did, like, their second one that they did. And it is not just a cocktail class. or It's like an, an experience. experience. Yeah, for sure. It's a seven-course. It'd be a great gift. Multi-course, yeah, thing that happens. And it's like, you, I mean, it is literally like you are sitting there and so many things happen to you like there are edible bubbles that there come was, flowing at you when you're walking around that 50th in france area outside their doorway there's this giant glass orb yes there's all this kind of fun stuff that's out there so the nolan mains area yeah no i mean like right outside you have the lynn hall you have sweet science you have you know uh all, mr paul's and stuff so there's a lot of things they're developing that little cute area back there absolutely absolutely um just so you know i did put out like i said i put on the weekly dish page uh the question is what do you love just opening up a whole thing for you guys we have some things from katie says pork chops and sauerkraut in the crock pot on a 24-hour cook and she's like then add egg dumplings best dish ever sarah has said that all thing hearts from stand with heart which is repurposed ski ornaments hearts on a stick beautiful handmade cards 
Um, and that she also loves the new Churchill restaurant in Shoreview. Which oh, is yeah. So good. People are really liking that spot. So good. Roxy says she loves apple croissants from Misant and her husband. Oh, <laughs> apple croissant. Yum. Misant, I, have you been? Yes. Oh, so good. So good. I'm all about those. Uh, I'm all about a good bun me. Seriously, have it. Um, Lisa says all of the great groceries within walking distance. Kowalski's the wedge are her favorites. Um, Very nice. I know. It's so cute. And then uh, Anne says pork belly from Anamali's barbecue is what she loves. Yum. I think that's very sweet. And uh, Andrew says so much to love. I love my CSA. I love the new Magnolia Network. Autumn in Minnesota. I love my two pups. Oh, I know. Okay. The so Magnolia many great Network, things. You had me. And what's great about that is I used to have to pay for it on the Discovery Plus channel. And now, now it's, it's on channel. Now it's the DIY channel. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, I mean, I have just tipped into Chip and Joanna's world so hard. Are you really? And it's great. Yeah. yeah, because I'm not a TV. I'm not a big TV watcher. Right. So, like, I sometimes just like something on in the background and fixer upper or those kind of things. You can just kind of dip in and dip out. Yeah. Doesn't require a huge commitment. Kurt and I must have watched four fixer upper episodes this week. Really? Just it's kind of fun to see like what they do to the houses. Sure. And she's got a great sense of style. Yeah, I don't know. I've tipped in and all the food shows. I'm just like Erin French, her book. I really The Last Kitchen. Yeah, I yeah. watched the first season of Last Kitchen. Zoe, whenever Zoe's on yep. there. I, have Zoe I just tapes. recently watched the one with you and um, Gretchen Prebix. Oh, it was on? Yeah, it was recently on. And oh, I was fun. like, oh, there's Steph March yep. on TV with there Zoe. This is so fun. I know. I did get my, uh, I had some relatives in Michigan who sent me and I'll be like, wait, um, I think I, I just saw I you, you on, on TV. TV. And I'm like, yeah, I was. It was we just, need a TV show. Funny. I'm just saying. And I am not going to have a TV you show. You are, too. We're nope. going to get facelifts. No. Uh, and no, then we're going to no, have a TV show. No. Uh, <laughs> yes, we oh, are. We, we do have a caller. Okay. So thank God for that. <laughs> Saved by the face. Saved by the caller. caller. Who do we got, Rachel? We've got Julie on the line. She's got a question for you guys. Okay. Hey, Julie. How's it going today? Hey, Steph. It's doing great. Happy uh, happy Saturday. I love the sunshine. That helps oh. a lot. Oh, it Perfect. sure does. It totally does. What can we do for I, you today? I have uh, the opportunity, I'm remodeling my kitchen, so mixed blessings, right, as we go through that process, yep. but I have a countertop air fryer, which I love, 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 so as I look at new appliances, do you have a thought on whether it's worth putting the air fryer into the oven, you know, where it's the split oven and the air fryer's on top? Yeah. Do you, do you have any experience with that? What do you think? I do have a little experience. I've never done it. I have a friend that's remodeling her kitchen right now and kind of undertaking the same idea. For me, it depends really on how much you use it. So my air fryer is in my garage, and I like it down there because it does spew sort of this oily something into the air. Oh, really? And I don't like that in my kitchen because my smell. kitchen holds smell. Okay. So yeah. I like having it in the garage and then I can bring it up into the kitchen if I want to, but I usually just cook right in the garage. If you like, again, if your air fryer, they do emit some scent. So if that is something that you don't want, you might consider it having it separate. If you use it, like some people use their air fryer literally almost every day, they use it more than their oven. So in that instance, I would say, Having one that's vented really well, I would put it in my kitchen. How often do you use it? Several times a week. And yeah. So, but yeah, would she? But, and her question is: Should she maybe put it, use it, like do the oven portion? Since she's using it so much, and maybe with the, that concern, the question is: Do you get an oven that has the air fryer in it, like as a part of it? All that right. really is is convection. So, right. if you have a convection oven. 
it's kind of an air fryer too. The term air fry is sort of I know it's become very it's sort it's of marketing. like the instant pot is really just a pressure cooker, right? So it's all marketing. So would I buy a stove that had a special air fryer feature? No, I wouldn't. I would just get a convection oven. Got it. All right, perfect. That's awesome. Thank you for your help. That yeah, can I ask you another question, Julie? Are you getting a new refrigerator? I am. What are you going to get there? <laughs> I don't even know. We just started looking. It's just the world is my oyster. What oh, my it God. is. And I've just done a lot of research with a friend on refrigerators and ovens. The cafe line from General Electric is really great. Uh, I like okay. their oven. I have a six burner. I have both electric and gas in my oven which okay. you wouldn't think you need, but it's great for baking because you get the precision from the electricity. But then for the gas portion, you can, you know, broil and you can do all of those types of features. And their refrigerators are great too. Okay. Yeah, we just saw those, the combo, the gas electric. Those were yeah. very... Yeah, I really like so. it. And I never had one before. I always had a fancy Wolf stove. Yeah. This is $3,000 cheaper. And mm -hmm. I just really love the stove. I do. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. That's very yeah, helpful. Yeah, absolutely. All okay. right. Good luck, Julie. Thanks for calling. Thank you. So there you go. Okay. I don't. I will have to say that I'm not. Like you know, when you move into a house, you obviously moved into a house that had this stuff, and sometimes that's the only way to experience it, right? Because yeah, I would have you never, never would have bought no, it. I no. would have just been a fancy stove snob, and, right? And I know. will say that I do not love my Frigidaire appliances. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's there's just, some good. There's some good, good to talk stuff, to people not, that yeah. have it. I'm definitely going to replace mine at some point. So, all right, cool. Well, we'll be right back. We're at Max's. Come say hi. That's right.